Tonight, our discussion concerning Ezekiel 38 continues. But who is Ezekiel? Who is Muhammad? And why must the Arabs work to destroy the Jewish nation, culminating in the Gog and Magog War? Let's talk about it tonight on the last Christian radio show. Welcome to the Last Christian Radio Show with your hosts, Brother J.D. Williams and Brother T.L. Farley. It's now time to grab your Bible as prophecy brings into focus the events playing out on the world stage at incredible speed, right before our very eyes, and exactly as was foretold. Well, good evening, everybody, and uh, thank you again for joining us for another edition of The Last Christian Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams, and I'm joined uh, by my co-host there in the Dallas area, Mr. Terry Farley. And uh, how, how are you doing tonight, Terry? Oh, my goodness. The heat is just, uh, it, it, we must be in Texas. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, th this time of year is always the worst on my electric bill. I don't know about yours, but. You know, it really, yep, yep. It, it takes a toll, but uh, not near the toll that Ezekiel 38 is going to take on the world uh, in the future. Uh, so uh, uh, anyway, uh, before we even get into Ezekiel, and you guys heard me uh, in the open there talking about the prophet Muhammad, which is, you know, he is revered in the uh, Islamic world. Uh, even more so than Jesus, and we'll we'll talk about that here in just a minute. Um, but you know, right now, Terry, I feel like the world is at a point where the Antichrist, when he arises, is going to have a pretty easy time taking over. And yeah, the reason for that. Um, just yesterday, you had the assassination of the longest serving prime minister in the history of Japan. Now I'm speaking of, you know, post-World War II, obviously. But the longest serving prime minister, he was revered in Japan. He was not even in power anymore, but he wielded a lot of political influence. It'd be sort of like President Obama coming out, you know, at a democratic event, you know, and all the demonuts go crazy. Uh, or... Uh, President Trump standing up and doing a uh, a thing in front of the MAGA crowd, and I use that term in a nice way, by the way, because you know if you want to be real specific, I'm a MAGA man. So anyway, it would be like one of those two guys standing up in front of the people that really love them, and then be assassinated, because that's what happened mm -hmm. to this Japanese prime minister. So he mattered. You know, whether or not he was the prime minister right now or not, he mattered. He was revered. You go over to the United Kingdom, and I believe it was on Thursday, just a day before, you see the um, prime minister of the United Kingdom, Boris Johnson, resign because of moral issues. Um, then you look at the president of the United States, who I submit should be removed from office under Article 25 of the United States Constitution as not being fit for office. Amen. 
Then you look at Canada, and you got this idiot that, that uh, up there that um, I don't know what he's doing or what he's thinking, but you know, uh, even his own party hates him now. Then you look at France, okay, and you got some guy there who doesn't seem to know up from down. You look at, at Germany, and this lady can't lead her family, much less a nation. Uh, then you've got Putin in Russia, who I understand has some kind of terminal disease of some kind. Now, uh, that's unconfirmed, but you know, there's multiple reports coming from multiple sources on that. What better time is there for somebody that's got a little power to step up and say, okay, I can fix your problems, especially if Damascus is destroyed, uh, and certain events happen uh, with mountains falling and fire falling from heaven and all this kind of stuff. What better time is it for somebody that people, you know, when people really want a leader to step up? What better time can you imagine in the history of the world than for right now? Yeah, you're, you're right, Joel. It's, it's all coming together just exactly as the Bible uh, foretold. Yeah. Um, and I, Jesus said, occupy till I come. And so that's what we're doing. And that's what we're going to continue to do until he shouts. Uh, but in the interim, we're seeing the stage, the world stage being set. Uh, right. Everything, you know, people are talking about uh, we're going to go into a broad, brand new day and everything's now. I don't think so. Uh, we're losing control of so many things. Uh, and once in a while, you find somebody like uh, Trump's son has a, a video thing I saw the other day. And, man, he's just shooting straight from the hip. And, and he's hitting the target about 99.9% .9 of the time, saying the things that everybody else is thinking. Uh, in terms of all, all that's going on, very similar to what you're saying about uh, the 25th Amendment, that kind of thing, uh, and exposing the family, the crime family that's now in the White House. Right. Um, so, you know, yeah, we this is what this is where we're at. And uh, again, uh, those studying Scripture are not surprised, nor are they worried. Uh, we're actually looking for Jesus to shout, as as you well know, and you yourself are listening for yourself. So, yeah. Well, you know, again, I, I'm going to deviate from Ezekiel 38 again to go back again to Second Timothy 3. I think it's important. I think that this is extremely important. But I think it fits into Ezekiel 38 perfectly. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves. Okay, I think we can check that one off, right? Lovers of themselves. Yeah, yeah amen. Lovers of money. I think we can check that one mm -hmm. off, right? Yep. Yep. Boasters. Can we? Check. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> proud. Check. Blasphemers. Check. Disobedient to parents. Check. Unthankful. Check. Unholy. Check. Unloving. Check. Unforgiving. Check. Slanderers. Check. Without self-control. Check. Brutal. Check. Despisers of good. Check. Traitors. Check. Double check, yeah. <laughs> headstrong yeah. yeah double triple check yeah. yeah 
headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure. Check, 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 and check. Yeah. And lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Check. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power. Well, 45 checks there. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And from such people turn away, says the Bible, for of this yeah. sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning, okay, always learning, and never. Ne never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. So, never, yeah. Yeah, okay. Now, all, I think all of that fits perfectly into, into this. Now, there have been some that say, you know, well, okay, the, the reason that the... Um, Islamic nations are mad at Israel is because in 1948 the United Nations moved in there and they took the land away from them and so they're all upset you know and that started in 1948 wrong answer this started way back before that now I'm going to mm -hmm. reference a, a website here and people are, are uh, can go to this if they want to it's called answering Islam uh, it's answering Islam uh, dot org and I typed in a simple question so you guys can do the same thing you can do the same Google search if you want to and that is why do, Goose, why do Muslims hate Jews real simple okay there's no mention of 1948 by the way uh, here's what it says there's a long and complicated history of the Muslim hatred of Jews some people seek to trace the issue back to Abraham's two sons Isaac and Ishmael or Isaac's two sons, Jacob and Esau. Whatever enmity existed between the two offspring, there was not a command of God to kill the Jews. The immense hatred of the Jews began in the time of Muhammad, by Muhammad, and it is alleged that Allah gave the command for it. The Quran, the Hadiths, and the events in Muhammad's life will explain the hatred that began with Muhammad and continued in his followers to this day. The Quranic data is uh, Quran 560, say, O Muhammad, to the people of the scripture, shall I inform you of something worse than that regarding the recompense from Allah? Those Jews who incurred the, the curse of Allah and his wrath, those whom some he transformed into monkeys and swines, those who worship Tagat, false deities, such are worse in rank on the day of resurrection in the hellfire and far more astray from the right path. This quote is in contradiction to the verses quoted below from the Bible about the Jews as God's chosen people. Did not Allah remember what he told Abraham and others? There seems to be a lot of self-serving comments in the Quran that reveal Muhammad's hatred of the Jews in this area rather than the words of Yahweh. One must understand that the Jewish rejection of the prophethood of Muhammad deeply affected him. Muhammad wanted to be accepted as a prophet and his pride could not stand the rejection. In other words, the entire hatred of the Jews comes from their, their Mr. Muhammad, whose picture can't even be drawn or you'll get your head cut off. Uh, you know, he is revered. But he, guess what, Terry? He's dead. Yeah. 
He's dead. Yes. He's buried. I don't remember him he's being resurrected. Yeah. I, so, right. I mean, he's yeah. right where they laid him. Okay. He didn't move. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Okay. Jesus yeah. is alive. So for, for yeah. you folks out there who want to follow Muhammad, well, you can follow him right to the death if you want to. Or you can accept Jesus Christ as Savior and you can be alive. Okay. So it's a real easy Amen. choice for me. Simple choice Amen. for me. Okay. Anything you want Amen. to comment on? And all that too. Yeah, I just want, I want to throw in quick, instead of uh, why do the Muslims hate the Jews, uh, let's throw this one in. Why do people hate, just in general? I saw a terrible video this morning. Uh, it was caught on public uh, monitoring uh, up in Philadelphia last night, I guess it was, or the other night. Uh, a bunch of young preteens and teens, in other words, they were 13, 15, 16, 17 years old, a group of them, 2.30 in the morning, uh, beat a, a man to death. Uh, it was sad, but then you realize it was a bunch of young black teenagers, and the man they were beating to death was, a, was an old black man. Mm -hmm. And and you say how far we to where we're hating ourselves, right. and and they killed him on the street, and the cameras caught the whole thing. Yeah. So so uh, the Muslims don't have a corner on hate. Uh, no, they do they, not. No, they there's do a not. definite pro there's a definite problem there, and we pray for that. Uh, but the problem goes deeper to, throughout humanity. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and you know I'm in no way trying to say, you know, that all Muslims are bad. Sure, I, sure. I, I don't believe in their religion because their religion is not, uh, it's not backed up by, uh, by the Bible. If you, if you yes. look, if you look at the Quran, you're going to find mistake after mistake after mistake. Nobody yeah. has yeah. yet to found one in the Bible. If you look at Quran, yeah. you're not going to see the mention of Jerusalem, which is supposedly yeah. their holy city. Not, you know, it's not yeah. mentioned a single time. Yeah. We discussed it a couple right. of, uh, maybe a week ago, we went into how many times the word Jerusalem comes up in the Holy Bible. And we may not have the exact count, okay? Yeah. But but there's yeah. a bunch, a lot, okay? Sure. And if, if sure. it's got one, it's got one more than the Quran's got. Yes, yes, I mean, you know, that's right. Well, we, we're getting into dozens and hundreds, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, now, I want to get to the Prophet Muhammad and... Uh, there seemed to have been some confusion or something. Uh, uh, you guys were asking a question about, you know, how long, you know, Ezekiel, Ezekiel between or whatever. And let me tell you this, the way I understood what, uh, what Terry was saying is that there was a, a gap of about 1500 years or so between uh, Ezekiel and Jesus. Okay. Well, that, uh, I, I don't even know. I mean, I've, I've tried to look it up, and I'll be honest with you, I haven't really gotten in that deep. But what difference does it make? 600 years, 400 years, 1,500 years, 3,000 years? It doesn't matter. There was a long time between um, Ezekiel and Jesus. What is important is what Ezekiel wrote, okay? And what Ezekiel wrote is coming true right now before our very eyes. So... You know, I just kind of wanted to find out who Ezekiel was, you know, in all of this stuff. And the only thing that I could find, um, well, I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't dig that deep, Terry. But um, Shabbat.org, that's spelled C-H-A-B-A-D.org, has got a thing on the prophet Ezekiel. 
Um, it talks about his life, you know, when he was born, his father was boozy or something like that, B-U-Z-I. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, it talks about how he was born in Israel, but mm-hmm. he was taken into captivity by Nebuchadnezzar. And then as uh, when he became a prophet, and I know you got some information on that, Terry, so when he became a prophet... At that point, yeah. he began to write about end times. So I'll let you fill in yeah. that part, and then we'll move on. Sure. Just roughly, uh, he was actually born uh, roughly, and this is a guesstimate, 623 B.C. Uh, and the exile began to take place in 597. And again, these are, are dates that people argue with. So when I said 1500, really what I was referring to was it was a separated time. Right. I was, And I wasn't being exact, but right now. I don't know how we exact. could be. We weren't there. You know, no, and we weren't there, so Just that's why bit, I say you know, it's a little bit before my time. Different, yeah. That's right. There's different. There's different uh, time things, uh, different uh, viewpoints. But anyway, and then uh, he was commissioned by the Lord. It's, this is in the Bible. You can look it up. The River Kebar is where God touched him. A C H E B A R. Uh, they can look that one up. Uh, in 593, and then he prophesied from roughly from 593 to 571. Uh, and during that time, all of these different prophecies began to be uh, given to him from God. Right. And, of course, he wrote of the return. But, well, I think we really should start there, the return of the Jewish nation, because once the um, the, the Jews were, were thrown about the world, you know, they came into direct conflict with God and uh, they were dispersed, <laughs> uh, I guess, throughout the entire world, and uh, Israel ceased to be a country. And Ezekiel makes it clear he brings them back. Uh, yes, and, he does. Okay, well, you know, and he gotta, did. And I he did. Say. Yeah. And, he, and he's still doing it. He's yeah. still bringing them in. Yeah, I mean, there are still Jews that are arriving by the plane loads every That's right. Day. That's right. You know, so mm-hmm. anyway, he's bringing them back into, he has brought them back into the land, continues to do so. He's yeah. made them safe and secure. Okay, there's your cue, Terry, for your... Uh, well, Peace and your, safety. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. He's, 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 made them, he, he's made them safe and secure, okay? They're yeah. feared. Uh, he's also created the, um, the manner in which... Uh, these countries are going to want to invade the discovery of the greatest natural gas field in the world. He's put pressure, God has put pressure on new countries to really take a look at that. Um, the Bible doesn't tell us that uh, Russia is going to invade the Ukraine. It doesn't go into that because it doesn't care. The Bible doesn't talk about what other countries do. The Bible talks about what happens with Israel, what is how it relates to Israel. That's and, it. Um, so anyway, what relates to Israel here is that Russia has gone into the Ukraine, and because of that, the world has come up against them and kind of shut off their, their ability to sell and make money. So now they've got to look at a way to get that money back, and the way to get that money back is to either stop or grab, pilfer, uh, take booty from Israel. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's Mm -hmm. the only way that they're going to make it happen. And all of these forces are now beginning to combine in Damascus 
which brings uh, Isaiah 17.1 into play. But I'm not going to get to Isaiah 17.1 again, at least not yet. Instead, what I want to do is go on with Ezekiel uh, 38. And now, Terry, you thought it was really important that we bring out the hook and the jaw. And I agree. So I'm going to let you, I'll let you go into that. And then I'm going to go on with uh, Ezekiel 38, uh, verse 18, after you give us a little brief on the hook and the jaw. Okay, yeah, two points here for us, Joe. Uh, verse 4, God says, I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaws, and I will bring thee forth and all thine army, etc., etc. Right. What we have to understand, behind the scenes of everything that's going on, God is the one who is doing the maneuvering. He says he's going to force the group to come down. He's going to put right. hooks in their jaws. Right. But I also want to throw in, because we've already talked about them coming down there, the peace and safety and all of that. Right. Verse 11, it says, I will go to them that are at rest, that dwell safely. However, listen to this, all of them dwelling without walls. Right. So we haven't, I don't know where that fits in. We have not yet come to the place where Israel has taken down its walls. But there's going to come a time, maybe when they strike oil for the big one, and, and, and they become so powerful, they can take their walls down. I don't know. But it, it, this is one of the elements that has to be fulfilled yeah. for this whole thing to come together. I wanted to throw that in. Yeah. And I'm not even sure that uh, the walls haven't been taken down. I mean, just, you know, I, I mean, I don't see big fortified, I mean, yeah, and, you know, throughout Israel, there's walls. Well, so out of America, there's walls too, you know, but I don't see yeah. the big, you know, around I don't, the rich. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't see the, uh, I don't see the Great Wall of China standing in Israel, you know, I no, mean, it's not. At, 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 at one time. You know, they had these big walls everywhere. You know, that was how you kept the enemy out and all that. But all that stuff is kind of ancient. I, I mean, when, when is the last time they built a wall? I mean, a new one. When is the last? Well, I haven't been, I haven't been to Israel, but uh, I've seen the pictures and the reports. There are walls, and there yeah. are lots of places where they have uh, fortifications and things to, yeah. to, to, to when checking people coming in from different countries and so forth. Yeah. So what I'm saying is this indicates that there's going to come a time that there's going to be so much peace, so much safety. It says that their villages are on wall. Mm -hmm. And right now, the, in fa especially along the border, they have people constantly breaking through the border yeah. and going into the villages and killing people in their beds. I yeah. mean, it. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm going to some, on, yeah. I'm gonna have to do some research absolutely. on that one because I'm, you know, sure. I'm not sure what the, where the walls thing plays into that right now. Absolutely, I mean, do that. I just yes. don't know. I just, I mean, I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I just don't. I know. haven't been there yet. So. Yeah, I, I just don't know. Uh, now, what I wanted to get into today, Terry, we're not going to have time to do. Yeah, and that is yeah. uh, the uh, what's called the judgment on Gog, which begins yeah. in um, verse 18 and runs to the end okay. of the chapter in verse okay. 23. So, uh, all, right. all I'm going to say is is that the rapture could occur before. Tuesday, but <laughs> amen. You know, and in in which case, y'all will probably hear a repeat. Okay, if 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 you're still around, you, you'll probably hear a repeat uh, because we're not going to be here if the rapture happens. So you know, amen. don't don't be looking for us. If if you hear about that, you know, then you know, 
you can forget it. But anyway, assuming that we're going to be here Tuesday, uh, we will get yeah, into tonight. that and, and, and we'll start talking about it. And I think that's really important. Um, I'm also, I'm not done with, with Muhammad and um, Ezekiel yet. I think they both play a big part in, in this, you know, in the way that the, the Jews feel and in the way that the uh, Islamic nations feel. Terry, 30 seconds, blast off, eye of the storm, go. Okay, uh, for those interested in uh, going on the greatest ride off this earth, uh, and we're not going to be stopping at Mars, uh, you can tell Elon that, uh, that uh, <laughs> blast off Rapiamor. Uh, Rapiamor is the word where we get the word rapture from the 4th century uh, Jerome's translation. Uh, so it's legitimate, scholarly, proper word. And uh, just Google T.L. Farley books. And don't forget Sunday night uh, from the eye of the storm when we attack not only the physical problems in the world, but but we focus on the spiritual problems. We we do not war against flesh and blood. So please tune in to get your slice of peace for the week. And uh, thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, also, this coming up Wednesday night, I'll have the second half of my interview with uh, Mr. Tony Peters. He's the host of uh, Great uh, Explorations, Explorations of the Bible. And if you guys missed uh, last Wednesday, you're going to want to listen to that. And then also the second half coming up on Wednesday. Again, that is at www.lastchristian.net. And also, I do want to remind you that just like there is a last play in any football game, there is going to be that last individual that's going to accept Christ before the rapture of the church. And you don't want to be the one after that, because if you are, you're going to have to suffer through at least part of the tribulation, and that's a bad thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, all you've got to do is accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. Uh, tell God Amen. that you know that Jesus died for you, that he spent three days in the tomb, that he rose, that he is with the Father in heaven. He's promised he's coming back for his church. And we do Amen. believe, we believe wholeheartedly that that day is fast approaching, and you need to make yes. a decision. You need to make it now. But until Tuesday, again, Terry, assuming that uh, the good Lord gives us a Tuesday, I do wish everybody a wonderful weekend. We are praying for each and every one of you. God bless you, and good night. Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday from 7.30 to 8 p.m. Central Time right here on Revelation Radio. And don't forget to join us every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Central for The Last Christian Podcast, now available on all major podcast platforms and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds.